The Youth Services team at Odyssey offers support for rangatahi by exploring ways through some of the challenges they may come across with alcohol and other drug use. And they support rangatahi to find a way to talk about and manage feelings, navigate challenging relationships and reconnect with roots and whānau. Uh, joining us this morning now uh, from uh, the Odyssey Youth team, we have uh, Alexandra Siu, clinical manager for school-based services, Andre Matthews, clinical manager for residential and community services, as well as Mark Cowan, a community practitioner, to talk more about their services this morning. Uh, kia ora, and uh, thank you for your time this morning, everyone. And great to see you all in the, the one place there together. That's good. Okay. Uh, firstly, uh, tell us more about Odyssey Youth. Yeah, that's exactly what you've just uh, summarised up before really, really well. Um, we do try and see young people who um, have are facing drugs and alcohol challenges. Um, we have a range of services from across the country. Um, we'll just flip it over to you, Mark, because you'll be able to talk mm-hmm. about the whole range. Um, so we uh, there's a youth intake, which is uh, based in the White Capital. Mm-hmm. We have Stand, Stand Up Amplify, who go to our schools and do some AOD. Uh, yeah. AOD, what would be called to be brief intervention stuff? Yeah, yeah, brief intervention stuff. Um, and then we, they also associate with Koro and Manaki, but I suppose we talk about the service that I work for, we are residential care. <laughs> um, and what, what my role is, my role is to do an assessment, to all, gather all the information and get them ready to come into our residential program. And I suppose what the gist of that is, is, that is, a, is a way for a young person to come into a place where they were in the structure, where there's some guidance and you know just to find themselves for, for a while and part of that process is that we have a we have a school that we have that we run between nine and twelve o'clock some great teachers there it's, uh, i believe it's one of the great pools for our young people and also we have a um, we have a program where we have alcohol and other drug uh, learnings uh, we also have a, a cafe that the young people can do some extracurricular worker, which is also attained to NCA level credits as well. And I think uh, yeah, that's part of our residential, residential care. That's really brief. You know, I feel like I'm going through it, but uh, is there anything I've missed? No, that's pretty much summarised. A lot of the stuff, we see a lot of people in Youth Odyssey, it's about like the, between 1,300 to 1,400 in any given year. And that's with all the services combined, including Youth mm-hmm. and up down in the Waikato. What's the age range we're looking at? 13 to about 17, eh? 13 to 17. uh, And we also work with some 18-year-olds, depending on, I guess, development and all that sort of stuff and what would be best suited for them. 1,300, that's a big number. How big of an issue is alcohol and drug abuse amongst our young people? It depends on which part of the spectrum that you're looking at because... All young people at any one time in their life will be making a decision on whether they should use drugs and alcohol. A lot of them, uh, many of them will choose to use it at least once, this experiment to see what it's like. Um, some of them will use it, but more regularly with some short-term consequences. And a few, like a handful of them will use it um, with some long-term consequences. Um, among the communities that we see, well, I can speak from the school-based um, services, is that we do see a lot of our young people are using mainly drugs, uh, which is the 
main three, cigarettes, alcohol, and cannabis. Um, my service is mainly based in counties Monaco, and so that's the demographic that we see. Um, all up, about one in five New Ze like young people in New Zealand report binge drinking at least once in the last month, and about one in 25 young people report using weed on a weekly basis. So it is around there, it is around in our lives. Um, whether or not young people choose to use it more regularly is kind of dependent on what's around them, what supports they have, what messages they receive from family, friends, school, and the social media as well. Um, and also some of the supports that's around them as well kind of depend on what the trajectory will look like in life. And one of the biggest things is how, how, much, how engaged they are in schools, because that's one of the biggest protective factors that a young person can have in their life. Uh, other factors that contribute and in terms of the services uh, through Odyssey Youth, uh, preventative uh, services as well, or preventative measures included? Preventative measures. I, I guess some of the things that we do is that a lot of our kids, when I think about um, some of the factors that lead to the, um, the use is to them actually getting um, having some challenges with alcohol and drugs, is um, their lack of connection throughout their lives. So not being connected to schools or not fitting in, not lack of connection within the whānau, lack, lack of connection just with their identity and who they are. So I guess some of the things that we try and bring is reconnecting all that sort of stuff, is um, reconnecting them with their family. Our, our school is just for us. So like the school that we, we provide is like we have up to in our residential service, which is one of the ones I, I manage, is um, we only we have up to 13 beds and um, this school is just for our kids and probably we average about six to eight at a time so they get quite individualized learning and our, and we have really great teachers that are quite creative in the way that they can um, get get our rangatahi our to um, gain um, NCA credits throughout their time with us. Um, so we do try and create these real safe spaces and fun as well. So she, it doesn't mean just because they don't come in and just not working in a workbook. Our teachers find ways for them to um, develop some of their skills in different ways so they can get an education through that sort of a, um, environment. Um, connection with whānau, you know, we try and have them involved throughout their treatment from beginning to the end. And sometimes when I think about whānau, sometimes that's where the issue yeah. starts with some of our ngatahi. What we've found is when we can get start getting some of them on the right track, it, it has a ripple effect and, and, and we can make it sort of grows and throughout the whānau and everyone starts getting well and, and enjoying life. Mm. In terms of culture, especially for our, our Māori and Pasifika, how much of uh, that is uh, part or infused in terms of the services that Odyssey Youth uh, provides? I guess from our point of view, from the residential point of view, we try and, and, and use it from the very beginning. So like from, from a Māori from a Māori point of view, we try and use all our tikanga practices from the very beginning, karakia, when we first meet. When they first come into our service, we create a whakatau place for them where they where they come in and everyone's whakataued into our service or pōwhiri. Um, but throughout the service, we you know, we're always... Um, uh, practicing karakia, uh, mihi, um, and this is not just for our rangatahi, this is for our um, staff as well, so we can upskill and everyone's sort of on the same page. But we also have kapahaka groups throughout, um, throughout the service where, the, where, where our rangatahi um, attend, 
Um, we also have some Pacific Island groups that they attend as well. Like Mark, you, you might be one of them. Yeah, so, so once a month we have a group called Viola. So we all, all the services, not just the user services, but all the services are, are welcome to come along. So if, so, so what they does, what they create is they create a, a space for, I suppose, Pacifica, and people who hold the same values as Pacifica to come along. We have, um, sometimes we have guests, we have, may I, I, yeah, we definitely, but I just want to go back to what Andre was saying just before, like for me, I'm a practitioner, so so my values and beliefs come from the forefront, so, so if, even with, like if the people, if the young, when the young people first come in, prior to the um, welcome into the uh, into our community, these cultural practices going on there, you know, like, like with the youth and with Odyssey, um, food, it's a big part of it, you know, like, and when it's available for us to get them some young people often, you know, like if they're self-referral, they're hungry. So we'll make sure that like, if they're hungry, let's go get something to eat, then we can sit down and create the space. You know, and I think it's quite, we're in a, in a privileged position where we can adapt our, uh, adapt our practice, where traditionally we sit down, but we can do other things as well. We can go into community, we can shoot a bit of basketball, we can you know, go and sit at a beach and have a discussion. You know, we try to make it more more appropriate for the young for the young people. We also have quite a, a good connection to our local marae and Natafatu uh, Orake, um, and our kids get to go up there with one of their um, kaimahi up there to learn about, um, I guess, the stories of of, of of Orake and everything they've been through and what Natafatu is all about. So they get to experience like what's happening for the Manafinua around here. So we have quite a good connection up there, um, which has been really helpful with, um, you know, connecting our young people with their cultural sort of And when you uh, look at, uh, you know, the, the cultural aspect, uh, tikanga, viola, uh, how successful do you find that in, in terms of an avenue for the services through Odyssey Youth? I, I think from my point of view that some of our rangatahi, when we took, like, what I said before, connection, when they've lost connection, and I think the way we deliver it is it's not pushed on them, it's sort of available for them where they have to be around it, but they don't have to partake. But you see some of those rangatahi that have um, really thrive in it, you know, that really, like, um, that becomes their sort of... Um, I guess they're safe place sometimes and they really look forward to it because they've learned throughout learned about it from when they were kids, some of them, and where 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 they sometimes the avenue that reconnects them to all that sort of stuff so they can keep going once they've left us. Um, I do think it's an integral part, you know, it's about identity, who I am and and, and um, who I want to be, I guess, moving forward. And um, I think we do quite a good job in trying to reconnect them with that without it being a pressure sort of thing as well. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you've uh, recently launched your Odyssey Facebook page. Tell us a bit about that and a special competition for 13 to 17-year-olds too. I'm going to get my young ones involved in this one. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, well, it was a good idea to finally get our foot on the door on Facebook, just like everyone else. It's like during COVID, um, a lot of services have to move online and find a way to still connect with um, our clients in that way. And so we thought Facebook would be one of the ways that we could connect um, with our lot, um, but then also with other health professionals as well in the field. So it's a place that we can hopefully provide some advice um, and some, you know, strategies and stuff and have people contact us if they need any sort of support. Um, the competition is just to get some people on board to, you know, 
you know, join us, like us, um, tell us what um, what they like, what they don't like, any suggestions if we should maybe connect on another platform that's a bit more accessible to them or not. Because um, we're also looking at uh, launching a web chat next week. Um, so it's quite timely, this thing. Uh, uh, the web chat's going to be run on the Facebook page. Um, and is again to, to provide like young people on the weekends, like the Friday, Saturday period, where they may be going out, having some parties, um, for them to contact us if they want some support around how to say, stay safe, um, or if they're worried about someone else and they're not sure what to do, uh, or if they want to find some support or have some advice on what's going on for them, that's the place for them to go to. Um, it is a pilot at the moment, but we'll see what the uptake is like, and then maybe we can reach out a little bit more. Um, but that's pretty much what it is, yeah. Very good. So the Facebook page and uh, just quickly details of the, the competition for our 13 to 17-year-olds, please. Oh, yeah, they just have to like like our Facebook page, share it if you can, uh, follow us. It'll be really great as well. And we're hopefully doing a draw on next Thursday at this point. What's the prize, please? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the prize. <laughs> That's Don't say food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Massive feed. No, it's a uh, Sony Bluetooth speaker. Um, and it's pretty decent, actually. Uh, it's a quite a cool prize. Very good. Uh, with that, it's a, a very big thank you. Alexandra Seal, uh, Mark Cowan, Andre Matthews uh, from Odyssey Youth. Really appreciate your time this morning and all the very best for your ongoing uh, mahi uh, serving our rangatahi. Appreciate it. Uh, have a great week. Cheers. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.